Well, welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. You know, you, you complain like I've really got it out for you or something. As you do. Okay, you're not totally wrong. But I, I know. Mean, in this case, that was not me trying to, you know, inflict harm on you. <sighs> Whatever. That's Wells. Hey, everybody. Hey. How are you all doing? I'm all right. How are Feeling you? Good? Yeah. 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 Good over here. Yeah. Anything exciting since last? Um, like, I want to say yes. I want to. There's something I did. I'm trying to remember what it was. That must, that's a good sign, right? I can't remember. Yeah. Real good. I had so much fun. I don't even remember what I did. Super Bowl. No, that wasn't it. The Super Bowl. No, no. I mean, I had the Super Bowl of beer releases this past weekend. Yes. Tell oh. me about that old hickory, man. I was like been drooling over the uh, the post on the Facebooks. Old Hickory did uh, four uh, beers on Saturday, the Spectrum series. So Which is all the uh, Event Horizon. Event Horizon, the base beer, and it was given four different barrel treatments this year whereas before it was like four different sets of adjuncts which were kind of hit or miss and faded and whatever so this time it was like rum barrels gin from cardinal rye whiskey and uh tequila man it feels like uh, it and like we got to think we should talk about this at some point about uh and we can do it off mic obviously about uh, whether we want to try to do that all in one shot or not because i kind of mm. feel like i want to like i want to be able to to see them all side by side by side by side but yeah, maybe a, like a over a span of two shows. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, I, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know, just so we can like compare and contrast. Because like sometimes, right. You know, when we when we record the show and then you know we come back, you know, a week or two later, and it's like I don't remember what that one was like. Like we're gonna have the uh, that other Noda anniversary at at some point here, and it might even be next show. Yep. And it's like I kind of remember the other one. I remember enjoying it. It was the yeah the pork barrel versus Cabernet. Was it the cab? But mm-hmm. we had the cab one, didn't we? Well, it's whichever one we haven't had. I think we had the cab one because I believe that's the port that's in there. Yeah. So, any rate, you know, it's fine. It's fine. That's fine. Good times. Been uh, going through more of my cellar, trying to get through some of that stuff. Been uh, knocking back some like uh, 2016 bottles of Worldwide Stout Expedition, and you know, like you tough life. Yeah, I know. I've been it's a great struggling. way to save money on beer too. You know, it I've is a great way. Yeah, beer I, that spent money I, on. Already spent money on it, and and really. Most of what I've got left is all really good beer that can hang. So, like, I haven't had any where I've really, really just been disappointed in it. Um, so that's good. Yeah. Expedition always yeah, holds well, up so well. Well, I was going to say, you know, we've had some of your particular, in particular, some of your cellared beers, and right. some of it didn't hold up. And yep. it, it's always a gamble. Yeah. And, and so sometimes it's nice, like, when you save those big whales that you know are going to hang, like... I still have a 2011 Worldwide Stout in there, oh, and I have no worries about how that's going to hold. Oh up. no, no, and that I, I had, uh, I guess it was either 15 or 16 Worldwide Stout, and I mean, like it had just smoothed out. There's just a touch of heat to it, and but I mean, it, it wasn't quite guzzling, but I mean, yeah. like I was drinking it faster than I probably should have, and it caught up with me pretty quick. But yeah. it was a good time. I'm drunk. What else? Anything else? <coughs> Moving. Moving, yeah. I, I, believe it or not, I am actually taking a vacation from beer for a little bit. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Uh, January's over, man. I know. He's back. <laughs> uh, basically, like for the next couple of months, I'm only going to be drinking on here, and then if you know, I go out to a place or if there's like a bottle share or something, I'm just. You're not keeping anything in the house. Yeah, not going to keep anything in the house for a while. Yeah, I, I probably my wife would appreciate if I quit buying beer. Yeah, you know, that, I mean, that was part of it. I mean, you know, I, I stopped and looked at my budget kind of overall and how much I actually spend on beer. And I'm like, 
Good Lord. Maybe it's time to cut back a touch. Welcome to Craft Brokecast. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, maybe I'm going to just chill out for a couple of months and, you know, I'll have a liquor drink or two, but that stuff I don't sit there and chug either. Like, get me a bottle of, you know, a nice bottle of scotch and I'll have a couple of drams and that's a night and I'm good. I'm not drunk. Right. I'm not drinking a bunch of it. And you know, especially how I drink scotch. I don't even drink it on the rocks or anything. It's right. straight. Room temp. Yeah. Yeah, just pour it straight in and roll, right? Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong. I, like, I, I think it's it's healthy to reset your palate every once in a while. Yeah, anyway, and that's kind of the point there's nothing, of it. Like, you know, like, sometimes we'll give people a hard time about the whole, like, oh, well, it's January. I'm going to be completely dry in January. Right. It's like, you know, like, if you want to take a break, take a break. That's okay. Yeah. And I... I don't need to announce it on social media that it's dry January. Well, well and but if but if you do something and you don't announce it on social media, did it really happen? And I'll and I'll tell you what specifically, not only budgetary wise, but another thing that kind of tripped me to it was I'd bought a bunch of IPAs that were all you know the, the haze bro stuff. Did you burn out? I kind of did. I couldn't tell you the difference between like you put them side by side blind. I could not tell you this one was yeah. hop this way, this one was hop this way, and I'm like I used to be able to do that pretty well. Apparently, I'm palate fatigued. I just need to take a break. Yeah, so I and said, I mean, we've talked. It. You know, we I, I know we've mentioned before the idea of like you know, just switching up what you normally buy. Yeah, you know, just just for a change of pace. I yeah, because I, 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 I had fallen into a bad rut of just buying the new hotness and I, yeah, it's stupid. I, I say stupid. I, I, we had a um, some people over, and one of them brought a six pack of Highlands AVL Asheville IPA. Oh yeah, just a West Coast style, yeah. like basic, like you know. It's not expensive. It's like nine dollars for a six pack, you know. And I mean, it was just, it was just a nice change. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, what's going on in the beer world, Josh? Well, give me, some, give me some news. All kinds of stuff. You know, the greatest quarterback of all time. Good God. Uh, let's not argue that fact anymore. Cannot be argued at all. Hey, no, you know. You can hate him all you want. You can I, hate I us all you want. To, I choose to. It feels really good. I know it does. <laughs> but it also feels really good to win another Super Bowl. You know. Sure. We have you to know, snap half the NFL out now. Me- meanwhile, uh, all my Patriot fan friends are like, oh, but it's so much better when the Patriots are there because you got somebody to root against. Fast forward, and it's like lowest ratings in 10 years. Yeah. Yes. Everybody's sick of braiding the Patriots. Nobody yeah. wants to watch them anymore. Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. And I mean, that was a boring fucking game if you were not a fan of either of those teams. Yep. And if you're not a fan of defensive football, because that's all that game was. Tequila. It was. Uh, yeah, you, if that's what you want to call it, fine. But I mean, it, it was, was a just, very defensive game. It, it's it's just more, you know, Tom Brady, Milton Burling, the NFL. All right. Fair enough. And that Super Bowl halftime show sucked. And the commercials were bad, like just all around. Not yeah. a good Super Bowl at all. Yeah. Even though we won, I was like, eh. anyways, uh, Sam Adams being Sam Adams had to hop onto the we are too old and too slow train that Tom Brady had come out and said at a press. Or oh, yes. The, we're still the underdog. We have as many Super Bowl titles as the Steelers now. Yeah. We're the underdogs. Yeah. Shut up. Too yeah, old, too slow, still here is now, the name they, of the beer. Are they talking about, is Sam Adams talking about themselves here? That's, that was my first guess. Like, is this about the Patriots or Tom Brady or Sam yeah, Adams? But I mean, the label is, you know, the goat, the greatest of all time. Which Sam Adams also would consider themselves to be. Yeah. So, so again, you're not really giving me any compelling evidence. I mean, it's a red and white jersey, which is also Sam Adams colors. I mean, you're, you know, yeah. 
I mean, you could make an argument that it's Patriots, but you could also make an argument that it is completely Sam Adams. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Uh, this was tap room only, like impossible to get. I tried, but I, no dice. But <sighs> impossible to get. So they made a small batch. They filled a bunch of crowlers with it. Yeah. And, and, and they're gone out the door. Yeah. Like, but, and spoiler alert, it was Boston Lager. <laughs> farmhouse double new england ipa like what oh is that what it was yeah but, but that, that's an f word that i don't want in my beer with my any ipa like yeah farmhouse new england like what what's wrong with you like yeah why yeah i don't know i don't want other than the goat thing that's i don't want to mix culture new england sense. ipa like let's just Oh, Why God, not, man? They're trying to lead the, the lead the trend now. Yeah, but it's brewed a, IPA is over. Yeah, farmhouse, farmhouse New England is the new IPA brute. is the new jam. It's the new brute. It's, oh. Good for them. Good for the Patriots and good for Sam Adams. That's right, and good for Rate Beer. Hey, do you guys use Rate Beer? It's, it's speaking of th- speaking wait, of wait, thank wait, you wait. next. Rate Rate Beer is so there's like what Rate Beer and Beer Advocate, Advocate and Untapped yep. are like the three kind yeah. of like big beer places. But like Rate or Beer, Reddit arguably would be. Mm. I, yeah, Reddit is a multi-purpose site that has a beer section. Okay, whereas good, rate, be- rate Beer, Beer Advocate, Untapped, those are beer. Okay. All right. Okay. And Ray Beer is the one that they had some uh, AB Bev money. Yeah, so oh. we had like we had like a big uh, controversy about them about a year ago or something. It seems yeah, like. that's right. ZX Ventures or the the ca- the private arm of AB Bev had bought a minority stake in them. I don't remember the exact percentage. But it was like a quarter. Yeah, quarter somewhere a third. It was significant, but not outright. But the bitch of that was they hid it. Yes. For yeah. a while. They announced like, oh, yeah, it turns out they made a, an investment in a six months prior. Well, and not only did they hide it, they used the ZX Ventures name, which nobody quite knew what that was. And then all of a sudden that broke and everybody's like, we got them. We got them. Hitting the button and everything and confetti's falling from the ceiling. And they're like, well, no, no, not 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 quite really. I mean. You'd like to think that, but what really happened was uh, no, it's not not really a big thing. So yeah, exactly. And so, now the ZX Ventures or the arm of AB has just completed the purchase now of Rate Beer. So, so they bought the rest of them. So it's yes. it's much like so many of these other acquisitions that we see. Like the first one that comes to my mind is Lagunitas, where they're like, oh yeah, nothing's going to change, and the day to day is all going to stay the same. And then like six months to a year later, they're like, ha ha ha. By the way, we own you now. Yeah, all it's all changed. Good times. And I I know starting out, I think I did use rate beer a little bit. And then I started to realize, and I think Jeff, you and I have had this conversation a bunch of times yep. about it became very quickly a dick measuring contest yep. of I had this whale, so it's got to be a hundred or out of a hundred. If you needed edification of the rare beer, rare beer, rare bar bar. beer that you just purchased, you would go to rate beer because then you yep. would see... The the quality, if you will, the rating of the beer had an extra like point X added onto it because it was rare. Not that you know, they didn't announce it that way, but that's kind of how everybody measured it. Oh, this is rare, so it's better. I mean, sometimes that's true. A lot of times it's not. Yeah. I mean, just because, you know, it's it's like the farmhouse New England style. Well, IPA. as you say, how many times have we had a trillion beer or treehouse beer on the show? Not a ton, but we've had a few yep. of them. And then you hold that up to a, a high store resident culture beer and go, this is just as good, if not better. Yeah. And even then, like the 
just because the brewery does a one-off batch of cans or bottles does not necessarily equate to this is the best beer I've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes they're really, really good. And I'm they only released 50 of them. That's how you know it's good. Well, and that, but that's just it, you know, because <laughs> on the on the inverse, once it becomes commonplace yeah. and easy to get, nobody likes it anymore. There well, was uh, all right, sorry, go ahead. There was some beer release that I remember thinking like there were 112 ounce bottles and people already started selling like people would be in line knowing that all right, I'm number 50. I'm going to get this for sure. And all right, for sale, like one bottle that nobody's had yet, $200. Uh-huh. There's yep. only a hundred made. And I've seen that enough. Like this isn't a beer release. This is just people trying to, it's an investment scheme, right? Yeah. They're just, they're just trying it's to, they're selling beer futures. That's right. You're, you're yes. hoping that you're not trading beer. Even you're selling futures, right? That's right. And, and again, which, you know, you could make the argument that maybe the brewery is not selling it for what they could get for it. Clearly. However, I think even if they went to, okay, these are 12 ounce bottles, they can sell them for 200. Let's sell them for 50. I don't think as many people buy them. I don't think the market's as good. But, but whenever they sell the 100 bottles for 50 bucks, like, yep. I think that would be a much better play. Yeah. And maybe it cut down on some of the secondary market, which, you know, still questionable, but. Hey. Can't have a secondary yeah. market if you already price your stuff at secondary price level. Well, then there's that. And then it becomes just like professional sports. Oh, you're a real fan of this brewery. Too bad you can't have any of their beer because you don't want to pay $100 for a can. Yeah. I know you really want to go to the game, but and you can't afford it. But Very true. So, yeah, back to the right beer thing. I wasn't... I mean, I've quit all of that nonsense anyways, but... I check in stuff in the untapped... My untapped account to cross-promote the show. Yeah. And occasionally the stuff that I have just... For my own personal, like, have I had this? Was it good? Did I like it? But I used to like obsess about everything, and now I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I remember the the gamification of Untapped, and ooh, I got this badge. I feel cool, and now I'm like, whatever. When I check in a beer and I get three badges, and then five dollars off of something else, and then another promotional ad for something, and I'm like, okay, you know, wait, they give you money back now. It's well, it's like, you know, buy, buy stuff in our shop and yeah. we'll give you Oh, you know, okay. Buy okay. buy our merch. Okay, gotcha. Because gotcha. nobody else is. Yeah, right. Maybe if we gave you ten dollars, by the way, it's eight dollars shipping and handling, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Sierra Nevada has been kind of quiet on this whole acquisition front. We saw Oscar Blues start doing it. What do you mean kind of quiet? The, they've, well, they've been completely non Sierra Nevada's never bought anybody before. And now they have. They have purchased their first brewery. However, this one's kind of weird because it's a gluten-removed brewery. It's not a normal place that I would have expected them to purchase. This is this is no different than Green Flash buying Alpine. How so? Because Alpine was a gluten, Alp- Alpine gluten was brewery. a crafted to reduce gluten brewery. Really? Mm-hmm. I never knew that. We yeah, had that, this conversation, and you said oh. that last time too. Okay, it's okay. All right. I mean, we it's we've, we've been doing like, the show. We haven't for talked so about Alpine in like three years. Yeah, and so, I don't see their beer here yeah. anymore well, at all because they pull it. It's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Green Flash and that whole thing. Yep. Yeah. But this is a really smart move on its face. At first, my thought was, well, why the hell is here Nevada buying anybody? They're one of the largest craft breweries, and then yeah, a gluten removed brewery. Like, oh, oh. Like they're trying to buy that tech, the recipes, the everything. Okay. So Sierra Nevada is going to start from the look of it, branching out into the 
non-gluten world just like Sam Adams is. All oh. right, so a sparkling cider or sparkling water coming from Sierra Nevada. Well, hopefully not. That would be, I don't think that fits in with their ethos, uh, at, okay. least, at least so far. So them buying a brewery that just happens to have, it's not, they're not reduced to seltzer or twisted tea or cider or anything, but we're going to keep it in the family, keep with beer, but just have it be a gluten reduced option. Okay. I think, this right. is, I think this is super smart for Sierra. Okay. I just was surprised they bought anybody. I was like, huh? Well, you know, we've talked about doing a gluten-free beer on the show for probably four years, and I think that same bottle is still in your. Keys no, I, I finally got tired of it, and <laughs> as the get rid of everything that was in there, other gotcha. than share shit, I just drank it. Gotcha. I'm like, it's been sitting in there for like four years. We, we have had a it. number of gluten-reduced beers on the show. Oh, I don't doubt it. But Josh had like a specific. Remember, like, I had that Greens gluten-free beer, like oh yeah, yeah. 100% gluten-free. It's not bad, but. I mean, we never pulled it, so I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to get rid of it. I kept forgetting about it. Yeah. I mean, there are breweries that y'all know about, that people listening know about, that are using that enzyme on the DL that hmm. make gluten-reduced beer. Do you not care to tell us who? No, I can't. Okay. Well, I'm not supposed to. It's, oh, okay. it's like the worst-kept secret in town. But Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Perhaps but, off mic, we can have this conversation. Yeah. I don't think you'll be that surprised, though, when you hear the answer. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. Yeah, I know you're all right, we, we we talked about this. We don't want to have this conversation, but we're gonna have it. Let's let's give let's just give the people what they don't want. By the way, uh, we're gonna talk about Budweiser some more. It's another Super Bowl. Budweiser's put out a, an ad to piss people off so that they'll talk about them. So here we are to talk about them. Yeah, exactly. So a couple of years ago, it was famously bashing on craft beer. Uh, last year was it craft beer too. Probably it feels like it was, and now this year it's the corn farmers. They specifically came out and said... The weirdest flex right? of all time. We don't use corn syrup in our beers. We use rice. Well, they Budweiser <laughs> doesn't use corn syrup in Bud, Bud Light. Light. Yes. Or which we'll Budweiser. Get there. Yeah, but, we'll get there. But, <sighs> yeah, that, but, the, but that was the flex, is that... Yeah, hey, weird we, flex. Bud Light doesn't have corn syrup. We don't use Coors it, but Miller and Coors, and Coors do. So, you know, corn syrup's bad. We all know that, right? It's a bad thing. No, 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 no. High fructose corn syrup is real bad. Oh, yeah. But corn, corn syrup, syrup is still bad. It's, look. It's part of the... It's, it's not great, but it's not high fructose corn syrup. It's not the, the cheap, super sweet thing they put in everything. Okay, it's like, not the Sweetums corn syrup. It is not Sweetums. Sweetums. Yeah. High fructose corn syrup. There, there is a difference. Very true. Very How? true. However, like, it's, but again, it was so weird for yeah. them to come out. Instead of just saying like, hey, we focus on rice. It's like a whole thing about, hey, corn syrup is evil and ugly and bad. Yeah. Which like nobody was really going to dispute anyway. Right. But corn then farmers of course, will. But then, of course, the corn farmers are like, wait a second. You can't you can't speak these truths about corn syrup. But it's it's the hypocrisy because there are many other brands and line product lines under oh, yeah. the AB InBev umbrella. They're that cheaper use beer. corn. <clears throat> oh, for sure. It, it's just two of ours don't use corn. Like our two flagships don't. But the beer you know, that this commercial is about does not use corn syrup. All the rest of them douche. Yeah. But like our number one and number two sellers don't use corn syrup, but our three, four, five, six, seven, and eight do. Like, yeah, it's just what you're. It's just a weird flex. It is. It, such it really a weird was. Flex. And we are so cool. Yeah. And, and then, of course, the corn industry, the corn farmers, the corn growers kind of uh, backlash almost over. immediately yeah. on Twitter. 
as soon as those ads started popping well, up, of going course. WTF, WTF, AB. But what, you know, who it's wants like, to have their supply cut off real quick? You know? they're, they're not wrong for saying that, but at the same time, I mean, like, come on, man! Like, does everybody have to have an opinion about it? Wait, I'm sorry, it's Twitter. My bad. Yeah. My bad. It's yep. Twitter. Come on, I forgot. come on. I mean, I forgot. Did you forget what Sunny D tweeted, and then the world exploded? Oh. <sighs> So anyway, it is like everybody's like quiet and then J.K. Rowling's like Dobby's got an eight inch penis. You know, like there's always that really weird like like nobody asked for this. Yeah. But you're just going to go ahead and throw it out there because it's Twitter. Yeah. Oh, God. And so now I'm AB never going to watch the Harry Potter movies the same way again. So now A.B. No has decided to reach out to the corn farmers, the corn growers, the corn industry and say, sorry, bro. Weird flex. We didn't mean it. <laughs> please, yeah. please don't cut off our supply for Bush. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Nobody wants their bush supply cut off. And I don't remember, but there was a, almost like a billion dollar purchase AB had made last year in corn products in general. So it's not like which they is, don't use it. Which is weird that AB would go ahead and put out, again, this, this commercial in itself is such a weird concept. But then again, the fact that the corn people are upset when they know how much they're selling to AB anyway, like it just... It just it feels a little fabricated to me. <sighs> most, what do, what do I know? Most I mean a lot of controversies are. Yeah. It's all staged. It's a staged fight, you know. So it's a work, not a shoot? It is totally a work. Because that that uh, response from the corn growers came out a little too fast, don't you think? I mean, it was almost immediate. Like I, uh-huh. I was kind of scrolling through because the commercials were all kind of boring, like and I saw really, that commercial in about really thirty seconds. Like, I mean, the only thing that they posted is on, in a tweet: "Quote: America's corn farmers are disappointed with you. Thanks, Miller Lite and Coors Light, for supporting our industry." That doesn't take a lot to come out with. Like that's not a. They came out with a little too quick. But but the but the thing that's is, all you need. but the thing is, AB does support the corn farmers. They do. They purchased over a billion pounds of it last year. Yeah. So. so but why would you, if you were so, if you were so obviously clearly in pro corn, pro corn, and you knew this, mm-hmm. why make an ad to slam corn? I mean, did you not pay attention to where all your money's going? Where, like, like log into the corn hub. Let me know who's got what. Corn, <laughs> corn hub. Oh my gosh. I don't think I want to. Oh God. <laughs> it's for farmers. only. I, I have to see now. I have to see. Farmersonly.com has a link to corn hub. Corn hub. Well, that's the. That's terrible. Look at... I've never... He's so excited he can't even type straight. Oh. Oh, no. <gasps> hey, hey. Oh, oh they're asking wow. way too much $365,000. Woo! Is it just me or my like... <laughs> you can watch people shuck themselves. <laughs> it's one of my one of my favorite memes right now is the one of the... Uh, it's like the Pornhub screenshots where it's like... I put the USB in correctly the first time. <laughs> <laughs> They're fantastic. Oh, sh- <laughs> I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine and it was just this. So I got a new phone and I didn't pay attention. It was like one of the USB-C things. Mm. And she's like, yeah, for like the first week, I just thought like, it's been amazing that I'm always able to plug it in the right way. <sighs> and then I realized it's the same way on both sides. And it's just this like, why would you tell anybody this? Yeah. Why would you open just admit that you were stupid? But that's like the dumbest thing that I've heard in a long time. Why would you say that? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. People aren't very bright. Corn hub. <laughs> 
I am. I meanwhile, am, I, you know, back, back to the beer. Me, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, our our uh, illustrious um, international brewery. Yeah. The, the is, brew that, dogs, is that true? You're going to call them illustrious? The brew, the brew dogs, because they've run out of ideas, you guys. Speaking uh, they, of people that we are sick and tired of hearing about. Yeah, they, they got their hotel and they've got their international locations. And uh, oh, hey, by the way, uh, they will now consider putting a brew dog bar in your city if 500 people will invest in it. Equity punks. You got to call it right. They're equity punks because, you know, we're a punk rock brewery. They are not. Punk rock ethos. So what do I get? Damn the man. What do I get out of... You get to have brew, a brew dog bar in your town, bro. Okay, cool. Do I get any money or dividends or no? A, like you a just share or get a brew dog bar oh, in your great. town? It's what I've never really wanted. No, you've always wanted it. Deep down inside, I've always wanted a punk IPA in my tum tum. Right? Said nobody ever. I mean, I'm not excited about it. Yeah. So I guess if you are dying to have some brew dog and. That's probably well. At least it's made in Ohio, so it's now somewhat fresh. Versus coming from overseas, there you go. I haven't seen Brewdog in North Carolina in a minute. Yeah, and I haven't I mean either. A minute, I mean years and years. I was at least well, three. and honestly, the last time I even really saw any presence of theirs is when I was at a big box store, and I haven't been to a big box store in yep. probably a good two years. I mean, why? So Jeff, you kind of just because you don't really have a choice, right? You kind of go to the big do- uh, big box stores. Have you seen any of them? I, to be fair, I don't look for them. I don't pay okay. attention to them. I'm kind of... Just next like, time you go, just yeah. for a laugh, just look around and see if you see any of their beer. I'm just very curious. Yeah, I, I kind of think... I'm with Wells. I think the answer is no. I don't know that they're distributing around here. Because most of the time when I saw them, they were always sitting on the shelf warm. Yeah. Because that's exactly what I want out of my punk IPA, I guess. Well, I guess when you're punk, you don't have to be refrigerated because no. you're just that cool. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't, I'm doing this wrong. I think. Well, and and just to remind everybody, so when I was in London two years ago, that was about the only beer you could find at the little grocery stores that they had was something from Brewdog, and they might have a couple of other options, but they'd pretty much taken everything over. I just you know looked up on Untap punk IPA from mm-hmm. Brewdog. And uh, we cannot find Punk IPA within 75 miles of your location. Yeah, interesting. Doing something right. So that that leaves out South Carolina, North Carolina. Like, okay, cool. All right. Works for me. <sighs> Didn't really want it anyway. Yeah. So Yeah, that's one of those. When's the last? We keep talking about them on the show, but I never well, see again, them, and that's why. I, not, yeah. They aren't even here. Yeah. They keep doing stupid stuff, and it's just nice that we don't have to deal with them. Mm. So there's that. Very true. Yep. Are we ready for a break? We can break. That's good. All right. We'll be back in 30. It's time for untap that. All right. Wait. Buy no buy. Good Lord. I'm trying to jump ahead. I was about to say, okay, you get to explain it, but I'm, not, I'm afraid of letting you explain oh, it. I'll explain it. It's pretty okay. easy. We've had three beers, four beers. 
Seriously, should we start over? No. You just want to like hit stop? No, I'm not hitting stop. I'm not editing any of this. Nobody's, it's fine. Li- nobody's listening. Anymore. Yeah, it's wow. fine. Yeah, nobody listens. Maybe Chuck. Every once in a while, I get a message from Chuck. He's like, "Oh yeah, that part where you said this." And I'm like, <laughs> "I don't remember that. I don't remember that." <laughs> yeah, like I was. Oh, talking, was that show too? I definitely don't remember that. I was talking to one of my buddies over the weekend. He used to listen to the show all the time, and I'm like, "Hey, are you still listening?" No, I've listened in months. I'm like. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Still downloading it, though. You yeah. Know. I'm Make like, sure. hey, that's all the counts. Making sure we're tapping your uh, your web hosting costs there. But other than that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, whatever. Anyways, it's time for buy, no buy. Very simple. We rate a beer a one or a zero. No point five stars because it's a big whale or anything else. Would we spend our hard earned cash? Yeah. Which that's the other thing. We buy all this stuff out of our own pockets. And occasionally we get a listener donation Almost. as well. Speaking of listener donations. Yes. So our first beer up, Jeff. Uh, first beer up tonight is from the Clueless Brewer, uh, formerly from Florida. And now? Now he's in North Carolina. What? Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, he sent uh, some bottles of Calusa's uh, mixed firm stuff. So, so does that mean our Calusa connection's gone now? Yeah, I'm afraid that it's going to dry out, <sighs> which is a it's bummer. Because, yeah, no. Um, this is a... Oh, man, in my cab ride. Oh, dude, I've got to find a new connection in Florida now. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that, that, all right. Clueless, hit me up. Let me know who I can contact to get me some of that cab ride, please. You know people. Um, so at any rate, uh, he sent a bottle of Calusa's Fuzzsaw Massacre, which is a wild Saison with peaches. Um, this is bright. It is acidic. It has uh, not too much acid. Uh, the peach is nice, uh, but... Uh, as a first beer, it definitely woke us all up, I think. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I, I would gladly have a couple more bottles of these. I would buy this. So it's a buy for me. Wells? Millions of peaches. Peaches for me. Watch out for the ninjas. I don't, th- this beer was solid. I definitely had some first beer syndrome when I... I mean, anytime that you start off with a mixed firm Saison with peaches added, which I wasn't aware of, like... Oh, wow, that's going to make me pucker in a couple orifices, but it's delicious. Yeah. I mean, the peaches were on point. I love a a good peach beer, and yeah, all about it. All about it. Who are you, Josh? So if you remember at the very beginning of the show where I asked Jeff, why do you hate me so much? This was kind of a surprise because I don't really look at the beers anymore. I just... I don't look at the lineup. I trust Jeff. I know. It is what it is, and we, we have beer. Some of it's donated. Some of it we bring in ourselves, and we right. just kind of roll with whatever's there. Yeah, I mean... Josh doesn't get to complain too much because he only provides one about every 18 shows. Hey, shut up. <laughs> you shut your mouth. I mean, you can start scrolling through. We'll look for you. It's fine. <laughs> I'll let you know when I find a Josh beer in the list. <laughs> hey, I have provided some beer. All right. He Occasionally, pro- he provides the electricity in the storage space. Yeah, exactly. And I do the editing. I what editing? You just said we weren't going to edit this. Well, all right. I put in the break music. I put in all the editing. We're not going to edit. I, I put in the break music. All I right. Do that so, much. so Josh, get, Josh provided the um, Crowler Divine Barrel. Suck it. But he didn't pay for that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did pay for that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. Did. it was just free delivery. Yeah, that's it was right. free delivery. Right. I paid for it. So Fair suck me. it. Bravo. Suck it. This was a ton of fun. Anyways. <laughs> Were you on Fuzzsaw Massacre, you ingrate? <laughs> so the first, kind of like Wells said, like, out of the gate, first beer, you're like, all right, normally Jeff goes kind of mild, you know, just when to get us going. When we mild beer to start out with, I do. Yeah, just to get us going, and then it was like, oh, hey, here's the sour thing. Oh, hey, why am I tasting peaches? 
oh, then I look at the list and go, now I know why I'm Because they were put there by a man in a factory downtown. Right. Yeah. Now, after a few sips, it turned enjoyable, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, out of the gate, you're like, little, what the little, fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, you know, a little shocker there. But yeah, a little bit. Especially <laughs> when I haven't had beer in two weeks almost. little shocker. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can handle. But I'll buy it. It's good. Awesome. Whoa. Next beer up. Uh, up next, uh, well, so Wells was talking about the uh, old Hickory release of the new Spectrum. And then uh, there was a, like, simultaneously on that day. The a little afterwards. Yeah, well, a couple yeah, hours yeah. later. Well, okay, yeah, maybe simultaneously. The same day, different time. Uh, Fauna Flora released uh, three variants of a beer that they brewed with Old Hickory mm -hmm. called Higher Form of Consequence. So we'll have these over the next couple of shows. Um, this is it. Which I want to ask you something specifically since you were looking at that. Does that look like a Fauna Flora or an Old Hickory beer to you? Looking at that label. That's Fauna, a, Fauna Flora. This label kicks ass. You think that looks like a Fauna Flora label? It, doesn't, it definitely doesn't look like Old Hickory. Yeah. I don't even think it if looks anything, like a it looks. Flora. I mean, it's it's almost like it's like a different vein of resident culture, maybe. Yeah, that's kind of what got I got. Like the weird, like, is this a dude? No, it's a fish. A turtle man. It's a turtle trap. man with a hand that only has three fingers and a thumb. That's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> is that some kind of higher form of consequence that I don't know about? Come on, it just looks like Admiral Akbar. It kind of does. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't no gills, but. Uh, any rate, um, seven fifties, which mm. is kind of bold. It's a strong stout brewed with local honey and coffee. No, like foraged mushrooms or. No. There were three variants. There was coffee grass. and coconut and vanilla. Yeah. So this is the local honey and coffee variant of it. Um, you know, it's pretty nice. It's um I, like I I'm not gonna call it uh flat, but it is definitely like the carb on it is like very small bubbles and it's very smooth. Um, like sometimes I pour beer and I worry that I poured in too much and it's all gonna overflow. This one I'm pretty sure I could you know pour from like three feet higher than the glass and it wouldn't even uh, overflow. I mean there's just no <clears throat> there's no residual carbonation in it. I mean it's there it pops up a little bit, but I mean right. it's you know it, it's a fairly flat beer and maybe that's the honey I don't know. Uh, no. It's it's very uh it's 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 got like a, a, a kind of a nice astringent at the end quality to it kind of dries out on you, um, it's a nice beer, um, in a smaller format bottle I wouldn't mind a couple of these I don't know that I'm gonna go to the trouble of buying a seven fifty of this though, but at the same time I like the beer so um yeah I I, I would buy this one at least it's coffee Wells are you sure about that you kind of waffled there a little I, bit you know it's I, I'm, he purvised yeah. Eh, what are you going to do? More like waffles. But, uh, I mean, look, I'm not going to not buy this beer because, you know, old Hickory connection. However, I really did appreciate it. Homer how, alert. Yeah, Homer alert. Totally. Like, I mean, I've promoted this through our social media channels and, you know, but. Pimpin' ain't easy. I know. <laughs> not, I mean, not that I know. But the coffee in this is really nice. And, and that's just kind of what I'm choosing to focus on. Um, the base beer is fine, but the coffee presence in this is is what I like in a coffee stout. So um, I'm all for it. Bye. Josh. <clears throat> so the, <clears throat> there is something that kind of dries on the back, back end of it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's coffee. I actually kind of like it. Uh, yeah. I am the one on this show that famously does not typically like a lot of the Event Horizon stuff because the this honey is... But this is not Event Horizon. I know, but the honey in the beer thing. 
because beer, honey and beer to Don't me. Do you like honey just, pie? So overpowering sometimes. It can be. Okay. It can be. That's fair. This works fantastic together. The coffee, the honey, it all mixes very well together. I like actually how it kind of dries out on the end. Yeah, same. I think it kind of kills the sweetness a little bit. Mm-hmm. And man, this is damn good. So I, I, I would ar- I would argue or uh, not argue, but <clears throat> I think I'd be comfortable saying that it's probably my favorite Fonda Flora beer I've had. Eh, I don't know if I call it my favorite Fonda Flora beer, but um, how many Fonda Flora beers have you had? Half dozen. Oh. Okay, maybe cool. maybe eight. I mean, like I haven't had a ton, right? Like I remember we did the one that had like the pretzel kind of thing going on with it. Kvass. The salt, yeah, the, yeah, the Kvass one. Yeah. Uh, I brought somebody, the rye somebody, IPA. Yeah, on somebody here. brought a bunch. Of, we had like three or four cans, and I was kind of nonplussed. Yeah, I mean the rye. I really enjoy the rye IPA. I think it's excellent. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I, yeah, I'm with you, Josh. All hey, right, uh, next next beer up, next beer up uh, another donation from the Clueless Brewer. Uh, I don't know if this was part of the Cigar City El Catador Club or if this was just something that they had floating around locally, but um, this is called Un- Uninvited, which I, I guess means invited. I, I could be 100% wrong when I say this, but just basing this off of Mark's weird Instagram flexes he does sometimes, uh-huh. I think that the El Catador is bottle only. I don't think they can those. I wouldn't be surprised. At any rate, um, no, no. Here it is. El Catador Club, oh. ninth edition. Well, then Mark is got the weirdest. He, he's worse than AB in their cornflakes. <sighs> Mark flexes weird things. Rompers. Yes. Um, anywho, uh, this is an Imperial Stout with vanilla beans. Um, it is an Imperial Stout with vanilla beans. Like It is what it says it is. Um, I like it for that. Not so much that I want to be a part of the Catador Club, but I'm like I wouldn't mind, you know, if somebody wanted to part with another can of this. Like I'd be okay with that. I, I yeah. enjoy it. Um, if I could get it for a price, I might. So I, I'll say I'll, I'll buy that. Sure. Okay. Wells, there is something about this on the finish that's just entirely too hot for me, oh. and I noticed that the first time, and I thought it was just me shifting gears between the coffee I and mean, then this vanilla. Right. But it was canned Halloween. Well, last year, it's it's sharp. It kind of hurts. I'm I'm not really into it. I'm into it less the second time around than I was the first. So you no can bye. you yeah. can be wrong occasionally. No, yeah, no. I mean, I can be. I don't think this is one of those times. Well, and it's you know, vanilla can be really polarizing too. I mean, in a lot of cases, it works really well, but then sometimes yeah. it, it can just throw you. I got you. Josh, there is no heat in this at all. This is delicious. This is great, but it's this like extract burn. Okay, uh, now I will give you that. This is not true vanilla. This no. is an extract. I can tell. Yeah, I mean, it just, it's still it, good though. It still works in the beer, I think. But yeah, I, I that's sad that my palate has gotten that trained enough that I can tell the difference between extract and real vanilla. Well, when you but, get that like little bit of bourbon or a little bit of extra alcohol in there, I mean, you can tell it's been extracted. Yeah, that's true. And that's clear as day. So, Josh, are you a buy or a no buy? I'm still a buy on this. I, I still think it's good. I don't have that that burn. I can still definitely tell that it wasn't real uh, yeah. vanilla, but still yeah. a buy. Uh, final beer up. Uh, final beer up. Uh, thanks to the Super Hoosier for sending us some revolution. Uh, this is um, from uh, November 9th. This is a Cafe Death. 
So it's Death's Tar, which is Revolution's oatmeal, Imperial Stout, yes. aged in bourbon barrels, but also with coffee. Um, like, <clears throat> I can't imagine what, like, a a good, like, um, uh, very coffee-forward chewing gum would taste like, but this is getting pretty darn close to it. Like I was I, so much happier before that discussion. Like <laughs> coffee flavored chewing gum. Like, <sighs> like, like this. I mean, the oatmeal stout. It is smooth, but it's also like it's very viscous and it's kind of chewy, and I love it. Um, Cafe Death is one of those that I had on tap some years ago, and uh, always, always excited to get more of this again. Thanks, Super Hoosier and, and Tony for uh, sending these down. Um, I'm a big buy of this one. Absolutely, Wells. You brought this one to the the, the football. That's here, right. The football. Here, the football. I, right. I think I brought one to Selfs too. Yep. I don't know why I share so many of these. I shouldn't. I you sh- you I think I, shouldn't. You really I shouldn't. brought one here because I wanted you guys to enjoy it. <laughs> and then I took one to Ryan's because he said he wanted to try it. And then he gave it like two and a half stars on Untapped. And I'm like, all right. For a beer that's pushing 15%. Why is this so much more palatable to me than the un- uninvited? 14.8%. Yeah. I really enjoyed this a lot. I'm going slow on it, but... It's a fun beer. Coffee's great. I mean, more of an espresso, but... No, I I liked I liked this beer a whole bunch. And for bunch. what Jason tells me, the uh, the 17 is drinking better than the 18. Really? Which, I mean... Because I never would have thought... To, I, I, I would advise against aging something like this. Right? What do I know, though? Stranger things have happened. Very true. Josh, where have you been? So, uh, behind the scenes, and I did tweet this out, but Jeff always, when he goes back, he, and I don't think he intentionally does it, but he makes a birthday six pack for me sometimes mm-hmm. because. Yes. I do that. He, he brings them back around I mean, you know, Christmas. I'm, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a completely different distribution market. It's, yeah. you know, two. A week and a half to two weeks before Josh's birthday. Actually, it's, it's like a week before your birthday. Yeah, I'm normally. Like, hey, you know what? There's, you know, for for beer fans, a lot of times there's nothing we like more than getting a six pack of beer we can't get, even if it's yeah. not great. Yeah. Here's things that you cannot get yep. in this market. You can't go and buy it yourself because I mean, especially as beer fans, like the worst thing is when somebody's like, "Oh well, I got you a subscription to the Beer of the Month Club," and it's like, <laughs> no! "Oh joy, it's." Sam Adams cherry wheat. Oh boy, it's now. chocolate bock. <laughs> it's but. old fuzzy wig. Uh, oh. So, anyways, <laughs> hold on, I got a gag from old fuzzy wig. <laughs> <laughs> it's that bad, y'all. Yeah. Uh, so this year it was all revolution stuff. It was a lot of their their one offs, not the one offs, but their single hopped. Yeah. And then hero, and then this. Uh-huh. And I saved this one specifically for my birthday. Uh-huh. And I remember drinking it going, holy shit, uh-huh. this is fucking fantastic. And it still holds up. Yeah. I mean, an oatmeal stout with th- this. And Wells, you're right. This is not coffee. This is espresso. And good God, this is delicious. Yeah, I, I would drink this for breakfast if, it, if I could continue to operate throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It is. And if I could continue to operate though. throughout the day after drinking a 12 ounce of 14. almost 15%, yeah. yeah. I might have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyways, it's now time for I Tap That. Pretty simple. Out of the beers that we bought, what are we going to put on our kegerator at home? So Jeff, where are you going, man? Uh, I really like that Fuzz on Massacre, but uh, Cafe Death gets it for me. Um, it, no big surprise there. Wells? That was tough. 
Uh, I'm also going to give it to Fussaw. That I mean, just the peaches in that were extraordinary. And yep. Yeah. It's so so you're going Fussaw. He's going Fussaw. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. No, I mean, mean, they grab me by the collar and just like, hey, wake up, wake up, wake up. If I could, I mean, if I could have both, I would take both. But that's not a thing that we do anymore because Josh is. It's not my fault. Ryan was the one who started it, not me. He's the one that complains and he hasn't been on the show for like three years. Yeah, I don't understand why we worry about him. Yeah. yeah, By the way, we just uh, recently celebrated our anniversary of the Stout Show. Speaking of Ryan. That, that came Josh up in, would like you to leave. That now. came up in my feed the other day. Like, Hold hey, on, do you remember me. all these tweets? Like, I uh, sure do. Mute the wells. <laughs> all the mutes. All the mutes. Uh, Josh, are you gonna? What, what? What are you doing here? I mean, Cafe Death. I mean, come on, that thing is delicious. And you're, you and I both, I think, are, are suckers for an imperial oatmeal stout to begin with. Yes. Let alone a barrel aged one. Yeah. And then coffee on top. I yeah. Mean, give me an oatmeal stout almost any time, and I. In all likelihood, we'll end up buying it because, yeah. man, I love those things. They're just creamy and delicious. And then you add that coffee in and mm, real damn good time. All that coffee. Yeah. So good. All right. So we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Uh, craftbeercast.com. Go there. Listen to our old episodes. Uh, check out our Patreon for anybody that's still even listening. And I'm sure by now you're fast forwarding through all this and you're going to miss this very important comment about uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, hit us up. On the emails, contact at Craft Beer Cast. Do you want to trade beer with us? We'd be happy to do that. Uh, otherwise, hit us up on the Twitters at CBCast. Wells, what do you got for us? Uh, you can find me on the Insta Twits at All the Wells. I also rep for Old Hickory, too, in case y'all haven't figured that out. Josh. Do you really? I know, for shocker. For a little bit. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Uh, tell a friend. Tell somebody you know. If, if you've listened to our brand of jackassery for... Five years going on six, and I can't believe we are pushing six years at this point, but we are not too far from it. Uh, I think we should do something big for the six-year show. What do you What do you think? Oh, we could, yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah, we need to do something fun, like bring some of the old old hats back, maybe, that still live in town at least, because uh, like almost all of them have left. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you. <clears throat> You're the worst. But yeah, I think we should do something fun for the six-year show. Because, you know, I didn't think I'd be doing this this long. I thought I'd have burned out long before this. I didn't either. You're telling me. Yeah, I know. You've <laughs> I been mean, on for like, a hot minute we, now. We joke around about it, but I mean, the reality of it is, it's like... Oh, dude, I have pulled projects really quick when shit hasn't worked out the way that I wanted it to. And I just let this one keep going. Well, I mean, but, but what other shows... Or what other projects have you had where it's like every other week we get to have a bottle share and just like rant about beer for like an hour and a half and then we leave? Well, I mean, my video game show was we ran about video games and drank beer. My comic book show was we ran about comic books and drank yeah, beer, but, but I pulled but the plug it, on those. But, but, but like, <laughs> well, bye. But that's like fridge show, fridge show, fridge show, fridge show. This True. Yeah. Valid point. You're not valid having point. cafe death. No, on your comic show. No, I'm definitely not. It's whatever I've got in the fridge. So. That's my point. Valid point. This, that's you know the, the benefits of me and Wells bringing beer all the time. And hey, that one time you brought an IPA. You're muted. Goodbye. Talk to you next Thursday.
robot, sad, sad robot, all alone. You're a sad, sad robot. You're a sad, sad robot. You're a sad, sad robot. You're so alone.